0: Welcome back to Bastion Podcast number four. My name is Eddie Jung. My name is Sebastian Patino. And today we're going to do a podcast about cardio. If it's important
1: for weight loss, if you should be doing it, and just generally our experience with cardio in general. While we were sitting down, uh, I was kind of discussing this topic with Seb, and I was saying, you know, I did did cardio the other day for the first time in a while. Uh, You know, not very proud to say that. But I did rowing for like 15 minutes. Um, first time I've ever been on the rower machine is pretty fun. Something I noticed though is like whenever I do cardio, I get really, really, really hungry afterwards. Like really hungry afterwards. I'll like go and just eat like I could eat. I like, just wolf down like 2,000 calories easy. And um, I want to hear your thoughts on that <laughs> side. Why don't you share your thoughts with the rest of the people listening? Yeah.
0: Well,
1: um, <laughs> no, it doesn't really make sense to me because most
0: people. Uh, actually a lot of people uh, do think that like cardio increases your appetite but uh, for me especially I don't like whenever I do cardio I'll just be doing something like an incline treadmill for a bit I I'll notice that I literally don't want to eat at all especially immediately after maybe a little bit afterwards I'll probably get a little bit hungry but in general um, there's actually uh, studies that say which is why I thought it was interesting there's actually studies that say like (laughs) if you're doing cardio or any sort of exercise, your hunger, hunger hormones actually decrease as a result Mm, of that. mm.
1: So, um, I, I'd say that, I'd say that, uh, you know, even though my, uh, my personal experiences go against research, um, that I'd say it's pretty, like, I'm not surprised by it. And the reason why is because I tend to only eat like in the evening or like late afternoon, just because like, that's how my day-to-day schedule is. And I'll work out usually before I eat um, my first or second meal. And I know Seb, Seb has so much to say about this. He's like, <laughs> we've had this talk several times. Like he hates that I work out without eating. Um, but this is just what I do. You know, it gives me clarity of mind. And, uh, and I think it does make sense for me specifically that like, you know, after I do cardio, I'm hungry. And the thing is, the type of cardio that I typically do is is like running or like rowing it's less of like a like a slow pace like incline treadmill walk yeah i will say that is kind of weird when <laughs> you just don't eat before the work in the gym it makes no i sense mean once in, me in a while that. once in a while like <laughs> when i when i'm actively trying to bulk, like i'll definitely you know prioritize eating yeah. more
0: yeah i would say like even with me i i really need to do better job with cardio um that's something that i skip so many times and i feel like a lot of people who get into the gym uh, they'll start and be really religious with their cardio, and then a lot of times they kind of just slowly fall off, and they're just like, "Oh, weights is enough," you know. Yeah, yeah. When I mean, in reality, like, I really need to step that up because I know it is important. That
1: that definitely like ties into like um, knowing what your goal is, though, right? Like why you're even like lifting in the first place. So I remember, I remember the reason why I started lifting was back in uh, fall of 2020, and it was because. <laughs> up till that point i'd been training for military special operations and so i was literally running seven miles a day every single day for like months on end and at one point <laughs> at one point i went to the doctor and i was like hey doc um for some reason every time i run i like can't walk for the rest of the day like i i can't walk up the stairs in my house and i'll just like sit in the living room for like a few hours he's like that's not normal. So, so I, uh, <laughs> I got an X ray done. Apparently, I stress fractured my, um, my, uh, t- uh, my right um, tibia. Uh, no, no, not my tibia. My, my fibula. Mm. Right fibular stress fracture, um, because I've just been like pounding into the ground, and like my body wasn't used to that. Um, and so that because I had to like step away from like running, I got into lifting. Right, um, and now I like. Now, like, lifting's really what I love to do in my free time, and it's kind of hard dragging myself out of that mindset of, like, okay, now I can only do lifting, because, like, now I can, I mean, I can, I've, I can do cardio, I can do rowing, I can do, like, stairs and things like that, but I can also do, like, the sort of cardio that I enjoy, which is, like, running, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll say, like, a big thing
0: in the fitness industry, it might be changing now, but I think, like, when someone thinks of exercise, their immediate thought goes to running. Mm and hundred percent or cardio in general um and i think that's why so many people start with it like i think a lot of people's fitness range just starts with them like going outside and running even though i don't i've never met a single person who starts running just to exercise and like actually enjoys it and i mean I, I feel like that's i feel like at least for a lot of people it's sort of a, a misconception to just like oh i need to get in shape let me start running even 100%. though i absolutely hate it 100
1: percent. like i will say i think i think um like my roommate uh, Danny, he loves running, and he's been doing that since high school, like competitively for a while. Um, so I will say, like, running is its own sport. Like, no, no yeah. disrespect to runners, um, but I do agree with you. I think, I think the reason why that is is because it's like one of the easiest activities to do. Like, you don't need a gym membership. You literally just need like shoes. I mean, in some cases, you don't even need like running shoes. If you just like are just super pissed at your boss or something, you just like mm-hmm. go outside and just like run. Yeah, yeah. For me. Um, you know, a
0: few years ago, I, when I first started my whole fitness journey, I was, I was pretty overweight. Um, and I did a lot of sports, so I did a lot of cardio sort of inadvertently, but at the same time, I never really dedicated, there was a huge part of that where I never really dedicated any sort of time aside specifically for cardio. And I lost almost like a hundred pounds at that point. It mm-hmm. was all just through nutrition nutrition. Granted, there were some questionable nutrition practices in there because I didn't really know what I was doing. Oh, it. tried the keto diet, tried just eating chicken and broccoli for every meal. Um, so I, I think that's probably where my stance comes from. Like, I, I, I tend to underestimate cardio just because I know um, from like a weight loss standpoint, I really didn't need to do that, that much at all. Although like cardio, you should be doing it, absolutely. I really need to do a better job of staying
1: on top of that. But, I mean, your, your goal, your goal uh, is eventually, like, you know, step on the stage, be a pro bodybuilder, right? So, like, <clears throat> my goal is a little more functional, so I, sh- I definitely should be doing mm-hmm. cardio more and, like, running more. But, like, you, uh, until it comes to, like, prep season, you don't really need to look super, super lean, be super conditioned.
0: Yeah, that's true. But even, even for bodybuilders, man, you, you really need to do cardio just because it helps with not only your hunger it helps with your mood it helps with your energy levels and it's just it's there's just so many undebatable benefits just from from like what it does to your brain to all of the different metabolic health things that you do like it, it decreases like the amount of uh, it decreases your blood pressure if it's too high or uh, the amount of blood glucose so it actually can like reduce risk for things like diabetes and all that just through running so have like, you
1: ever have you ever gotten the runner's high before I have actually yeah. and it was like I barely rarely get
0: it I don't know how people get it every single time they run you're just not but not running hard enough <laughs> but it, it usually takes like a hot minute for me while i'm running i remember especially during covid i ran a lot that's when i that was the only time i ever set aside time for actually going outside
1: no i, I remember i remember you sending screenshots of your like runs um like multi-mile runs and like the i was impressed by the pace i was impressed by the pace what was it like a seven seven eight minute pieces yeah it was like i was doing like three miles or so like seven or eight minutes a mile it was like
0: like okay yeah um but I've never been very good at running and I've I've always hated it so I've always had to like work in different things that I should be doing cardio wise so like what I do now really is I really just make sure I'm getting like 8,000 to 10,000 steps a day yeah that's kind of what I do although I will say there is definitely benefit to working in different sort of intensity levels in cardio Mm -hmm. I think if you're generally staying really active just through your steps you're going to be much healthier and having that sort of uh what the recommendation is for just weekly activity levels in general and so that, that's like what i recommend to anyone who just absolutely hates cardio is just, you know go outside for a walk start tracking your steps because that's the best thing at the end of the day and like honestly steps burn a lot of a lot of calories like mm-hmm. um when when you were in your, when you went to university of michigan
1: we walked literally everywhere. Oh, I remember I'd, yeah. I'd see my watch like after like the, every single day, of the first, first month of school, I'd see my watch. It'd be like minimum 15,000 steps. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like,
0: uh, th- it kind of depends on your, on your body weight and how big you are, but you can burn like easily a hundred to 200 calories just for like 2000 steps, which is roughly like a mile. Mm-hmm. And so I honestly prefer that more than anything else. Um
1: but yeah, see so see that's that's where we differ, you know, <laughs> when I when I do like cardio for me it's like okay, the purpose of this time right now is cardio. It's not I'm getting cardio while I'm doing anything. It's just like no, 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 no. Right now I'm doing cardio, you know. Mm-hmm. And um act- oh, actually the the way the specific way I found out that I had to go to the doctor was because up to up till this point when i was training like with these seven mile runs and everything um i did a physical fitness assessment for the military and then i i got like the fastest i ever did i think it was like a 558 pace for 1.5 miles and after that i was like okay i completed my cardio goal uh (laughs) now let me see what's wrong with my body (laughs) like make sure you know i can like live my life properly thank 558 558 you said yeah dude i'm telling you i was running seven miles a day i didn't i didn't lift or anything i did like maybe calisthenics here and there like basic push-ups and sit-ups but i i was just running dude like and 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 like i hadn't ever really gone on runs until um until 2019 so it was like yeah between like 2019 and fall of 2020 it's definitely doable like one year doable to like I went from, like, a, what, nine-minute mile to, like, a 558, for like, yeah. multiple miles. And my very first ever mile time
0: was, I think it was almost 13 minutes. You're what? My very first mile time I ever uh, did, yeah. when, back when I was overweight, it was, like, almost 13 minutes. You just, like, walk in the... <laughs> I, was, I was walk, running, basically. Yeah. Um, but I slowly got that down. There was one point a few, a couple years ago... Where I did, I was doing a cut. All I was doing for cardio were getting my steps in and walking on the treadmill like for 20 to 30 minutes a day. And I decided to test my mile time just randomly one time. And it was like, it was six minutes something. And it was like the best time I've ever had. I never, I didn't even run before that either. So, yeah. It was, was kind of interesting to see like yeah. just dropping weights and just focusing on other stuff in general can improve your mile time
1: pretty no, easily. And, and honestly, like running is what taught me that like, as long as you're doing something that's better than nothing like yes like when once you start like lifting or running or doing any sort of sport or like working towards any sort of goal for like multiple years you might be like hyper fixating on like okay should i work at it this time or this time or should i do like five workouts or six per week or like you might get like really bogged down with these details but like when i was running i literally did it with no plan whatsoever i was just like okay i'm gonna run for an hour and like see what I can do, and I did that for like a year, like as many days as possible, and like, I I'd be, like I wasn't even surprised like when I got that mile time because, just 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 by like continuously consistently like doing those runs, I like gradually saw my time decreasing, and in the moment you're like, wow, it it decreased like two seconds, and it went up like one second, and it's like it's like. You hardly think that you're like actually progressing, but then when you actually like evaluate it with something like a test or something, you realize like how much you actually have improved your body, even though you might not have like realized it along the way. Yeah, what was your goal
0: with running? Like, did you just do it to do it? Because I feel like mo- at least most people, most people that I talk to, mm-hmm. they do cardio for one reason that's that's health, weight loss, weight health loss, or weight loss. But what yeah. was yours?
1: Um, my reason oh man at this so at the time this was my first year in college and i was doing rotc and i knew that i wanted to have a special operations career and i was shooting for one for the scholarship that um my branch gave so (laughs) unfortunately air force rotc at the university of michigan gives out one scholarship i think it's either per semester or per year but it's it's only one which is which is wild because like uh, I think everyone thinks of, like, ROTC as, like, oh, if you sign up, you instantly get a scholarship for free school. That is not the case. Um, actually, the fact is, only they choose one person per semester or year to give a, a full um, full tuition scholarship to. And so when I came into college, like, I was, like, honestly risking it. If I didn't get the scholarship that first year, I probably would have had to, like, I don't know, drop out and go to community college or something like that. Um, I just couldn't afford it. Um and so, like, literally, it was my priority to, like, make sure I secured the scholarship in any, in any way possible. And one of the ways that I wanted to do that was to, like, kill it on this physical fitness assessment. Yeah, there were some people that, like, ran in school, so they were, they were like, way faster than me. Um, like, my roommate, Danny, like, he had, like, a sub-six, six-minute pace consistently. Um, so there was no way I could, could compete with him, but I think it was more about, like, the growth from, like, my nine-minute mile to, like, a 558 um that they that the you know the cadre respected and were like willing to give me a scholarship for mm-hmm. but the reason why um to answer your question the reason why i was uh, going so intensely at it was because there is a there's a require there's like a number you need to hit to max the physical fitness assessment mm-hmm. and then there's also A number you need to hit to meet the bare minimum for special operations and so that bare minimum for special operations is actually harder to achieve than the the maximum you can get on the general physical fitness assessment and so i was gunning for that special operations um standard just in case i wanted to pursue that career um and you know i knew that along the way it would make me like hit the max for the general one
0: so you didn't even like did you even give any thought to it like about how it would affect your health or like calories you it was just purely performance no it was
1: purely it was purely just like I had a goal and I knew why I needed to do it Mm -hmm. and so I just like I just did it you know like there were probably a lot more efficient ways I could have done it like if I hired a coach they probably would have told me like okay you shouldn't be sleeping four or five hours a night you should actually like (laughs) you should actually like you know like get proper sleep and maybe Mm -hmm. you should actually eat uh enough food and maybe you know i at the he was my roommate at that time freshman year right you're my roommate and so he remembers i would get up at five o'clock every single day to like go to the gym and like run for an hour or like swim for an hour some like dumb dumb thing like that and then in the evening that same day i do like another like hour two hour long like lift with another cardio session so i really like i was kind of going overboard with it like do i regret anything no but like are there smarter ways i could have done it definitely yeah now i'm looking back on it i do remember you being like
0: weirdly consistent (laughs) with your cardio like every morning you'd be like i'm heading out i'll be like where are you going hour swim and then (laughs) gym and then hour run after i'm like what how are you even doing that yeah for me like Running is just—it's something that I've always struggled to get myself to do. Um, I just absolutely hate running. Anything that's sort of that moderate, um, what's it called, miss moderate intensity steady state cardio, which is like running, I just can't do. I really like prefer like the lower intensity stuff or the high intensity stuff, just because high intensity stuff it's kind of fun. You get to test out like what your limits are, um, and it's pretty quick. And then low intensity, I can just like usually listen to like a podcast or like watch a video. on walking on the treadmill. <laughs> Um, and while I'm doing it and it just kind of flies by because I really, whenever I try to schedule cardio for myself, um, and really for a lot of my weight loss clients in general, I try to make sure that it's as least mentally, um, challenging to them as possible. I'm trying to find something that's like easy to do steps, low intensity or quick, like high intensity. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I, I also really use the excuse that, uh, cardio Uh, and weight and weight training don't go together i use that excuse so many times i say okay well if i skip cardio today then i'll just get more gains from the workout i did
1: i mean the thing is each person has their own goal right like at this point i don't know if anyone could convince me to run like even 10 days in a row because i just like kind of hate it you know but Mm -hmm. at the time like it was very very easy for me to do because there was a tangible goal i was striving for and there was a clear binary response as to like whether i achieve that goal or not right did i get the scholarship did i not did i like hit the standard did i not um whereas for you like to do cardio it's probably a lot more grueling and it is for me now because Mm -hmm. it's like okay um i just finished my workout should i do this cardio that i'm not really gonna see the effects of or should i risk it and you know maybe in 80 years i'll like have a heart attack for like all these like compounded like skipped cardio sessions yeah yeah for
0: me because i'm sort of like the science guy so like i'll try and pull anything off to try yeah no you're you're
1: definitely trying to like optimize as much as possible like fit in the cardio yeah
0: but like it goes too far at some points where i'm just self-assuring myself based off of nothing like for example um, if you didn't know, the best way to separate cardio and resistance training is to separate those by at least six hours um, around six hours. That be for a bunch of different reasons, mechanistically, biologically, that will give you the best adaptation for not only resistance training but also cardio. But who has the time to do two <laughs> sessions and drive to the gym twice a day? Like I know I don't and yet I still use that excuse to say, well, if I do cardio right after my workout anyway, it's going to reduce the amount of whatever muscle protein synthesis that I get, which will build muscle. And I'm like, okay,
1: so yeah, I can skip yeah, it today. Why yeah, not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's honestly like, that's, that, I know you're, you know, you're like, Seb here is a very, very like evidence-based, research-based, like coach, right? Like I, I remember, like I was really amazed by him freshman year because like any sort of like biology exercise question i had i would ask him and he would go down to the molecular level of like why things would happen right but i think that there's a trap that people addicted Mm -hmm. to this like research process um fall into which is that okay you find one study and you're like oh okay so this is the way this is the best way to do it and because i can't do it like that best way i'll just not do it at all yeah you know um like yeah, yeah, I really agree with that. Like that's the
0: trap I got stuck in for a while too. Mm-hmm. Like I was so evidence based. Like any article I read about anything exercise nutrition wise, I would hold it to myself like the Bible. Yeah. Like yeah. I I thought that if you can't optimize your routine, you're doing it wrong. Uh, there's no other way you should be doing it. And in general, like no matter what your lifestyle or schedule looks like, you should just be doing the absolute optimize routine five times a week two days of rest resistance training three to five times a week of lists uh, low intensity say say cardio uh, I have to do this I have to eat this certain amount of calories when it was just so much and I became so obsessed with it over time yeah and that's sort of where you know I sort of started starting to grow as a coach is because where I saw like there are actually a lot of ways that you can optimize it for any one schedule you know it's not it doesn't have to be so strict
1: yeah I uh, I think this is why people really like the like David Goggins like entire motto slash brand slash mindset it's like very just like just do it you know just like <laughs> like don't think just do it <laughs> run 100 miles and don't think like, you'll, you'll be fine just do it right and it's like Well, there are some uh, issues with this. I remember, I think it was like one of David Goggins' first Instagram posts. He like, it's like a picture of his feet from behind, and it's like they're just covered in blisters to the point where it just looks like he has rubber feet, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, ooh, I, I, I don't know if that's really sustainable for ninety nine percent of people. But I think there is merit in this like sort of mindset of just like, you know, don't overcomplicate it, just do it, because with with like all this information and like research and like new studies coming out like every other day like of course people are gonna be like oh I should do it this way and then I should do it this way and it, it gets it can get overwhelming um, but also it can get it can paralyze some people because they'll be like oh uh, I don't wanna mess up anything I don't wanna do it imperfectly so I should make sure I have like the perfect information and like the perfect plan when in reality like again doing something is better than nothing mm-hmm. so like yes, David Goggins to start it, but like to sustain it, you might want to, um, think a little more about your plan. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about like what people initially think they should be doing
0: to like even get, start getting in shape because I feel like so many people think approach that in the wrong way that have to start so extreme. Mm -hmm. But first I want to say like, um, if you don't know who David Goggins is, it's, he's basically this Navy SEAL guy. Uh, he started super overweight. He lost a hundred pounds in like three months. Um, and got dra- got applied to the Navy SEALs, got in, became a Navy SEAL after like three tries or something, and now he has this whole brand about uh, being staying staying hard mentally. And I don't think he really does any of the exercise he does for like the health benefits. I think he more so does it because it's, it's almost a mental way, a like, way of his mindset and way. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Being in the military, like obviously, I'm familiar with a lot of like I'm friends with a lot of people that like subscribe to this mindset, and it it makes sense right because um like for example one of my buddies is in the marines noah you know who i'm talking about um and he loves this mindset and it's like if you look at it from like a standpoint of like taking things out of context like okay you're sitting in the mud for like six hours or you're like you're like doing like a like a 10 mile like ruck it's like well physically it's not the optimal way to like build up your endurance or like build mm-hmm. up your muscles or whatever but if you look at it from like a holistic standpoint of like okay you need to be mentally tough you need to survive any condition and you need to be able to like achieve a goal whatever you set out to do then it makes a little more sense it's like okay you're using um your exercises as not only like a way to improve your physical health but also to maintain a sort of like mental strength mm-hmm. you yeah yeah so yeah going back to what
0: i was want to talk about about like um about what people generally jump to like the conclusion of what they need to do to work out um so like i see a lot of people a lot of clients a lot of a lot of people just ask me to get in shape um they'll immediately assume that they you know to start losing weight they're gonna have to do cardio in some shape or form running treadmill anything cardio is like the number one thing on top of their mind and they're like or exercise in general when they want to lose weight or get started or whatever um which is fine but at the end of the day when it comes down to like human behavior and I see this so many times people jump into this cardio routine say five times a week and they're just like on top of everything and they fall off you know like a month or so later and it's really it, from my experience from what i've read is it's it really comes down to like what human behavior is like there's this thing called habit stacking where um eventually you'll build a habit on top of another habit on top of another habit basically uh you're building up these small wins that are small and that,
1: that does huge oh, things this, for like human psychology. this. Yeah. No The habit building is like a whole episode that mm-hmm. we should talk about. Yeah, definitely. But like at, very
0: simply, it's basically where you start with the smallest habit that you can immediately do. You complete that habit and then you keep doing that until you feel like you can take on more, keep adding more until you get to that point of like you are running five times a week or mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, for a lot of people like i highly recommend like if you wanting to, if you're doing this for health reasons or any sort of something similar really start off slow and start thinking about the things you can immediately change that you're already doing like so what are you already doing you're already eating so let's take a look at your nutrition because that's the number one thing like nutrition hands down that is the number one thing that's going to manipulate your weight not cardio because cardio is good for health but when you're doing cardio like a run for example for a mile, really only burns like 250, 350 calories. That's like a Snickers bar. Like, it's not going to do much. Um, and a lot of people get yeah, You this... cancel that out yeah.
1: <laughs> in five <laughs> bites. Yeah, a lot, a lot
0: of people sort of just think like, if I do enough cardio, I'll be able to eat what I want. When in reality, it's just not the case. Like, you're going to have to fit in a bunch of different, all of these different tools together to get it to work. And so really what I start with is like, if you really find it hard going to the gym, you really find it hard just exercising, just pay attention to your nutrition a bit more, and start going on walks. Just like put on your shoes and say, "I'm going to go for a five minute walk." And then if that five minute walk turns into a thirty minute walk, great, you did some mm-hmm. cardio for today.
1: And and coming from the skinny side of things, right? Like we have both the overweight and the skinny side, right? <laughs> um, so I think I think I would I would I always had this mindset of like, okay, I can always I I'm fine with exercising, like it's not an issue for me, right? But like a year would go by and I wasn't like building any mass I wasn't like getting like I wasn't my I wasn't getting um bigger you know I wasn't getting more cut or anything like that when I started to really focus on my nutrition is when I realized like oh like I've been wasting a lot of time at the gym because I haven't given my body the proper ingredients to uh Mm -hmm. to repair itself and so um you know you heard like the the overweight perspective of like pay attention to your nutrition to start to get you active For the skinny people out there that, you know, are kinda like me and have no issue with being active, nutrition might be a great thing to focus on if you really, really want to excel your progress. Yeah. And
0: another thing I'll say, um, especially as a personal trainer, I'll see this a lot where a client will be coming to me, they're like, I'm exercising so many times, taking these group classes every single day. I'm doing cardio, I'm doing resistance training, but I'm not losing weight, like I'm not making any progress. And it really comes down to they're putting all of their discipline and all of their focus into one part of the equation mm-hmm. um, when they should really be taking away from what they're exercising. Because most likely when, when you're so focused on exercise, nothing else, you're probably putting all of your eggs in one, one basket like, discipline-wise and like mental capacity-wise into that one area. So if you're able to just like cut what you're doing, exercise in half, take the discipline you would do to get yourself to the gym and just apply that to meal prepping learning some proper nutrition tracking monitoring nutrition you would be like way miles ahead of what most people are doing in that situation Mm -hmm. so yeah um yeah i I definitely recommend just doing that if that sounds like something that you're you would most likely do definitely start slow and you don't need to start like a hundred percent and exercise
1: and and one thing to exercise and one thing nutrition just sort of start slow with all of it Mm I guess we can do a quick summary of like everything that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> one, I think uh, something that I've shared is that doing cardio, um, weightlifting, nutrition, any sort of improvement of self is much easier if you have a very tangible goal you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. So, whether that's like in a year, I want to be ten pounds heavier with more muscle, or things like that. It's much easier to get yourself to go to the gym or run that extra mile if you know. Okay, um, I'm gonna have a very clear metric of if of if I succeeded in that endeavor or not by this time. Yeah. Um, another thing I did want to touch on just real
0: quick is when you should be doing cardio because it is different depending on like what your goal is. Like if you want to focus on cardio or weight loss or muscle building, generally you want to space out cardio from weight training if you're focusing on muscle growth or doing it right after your workout. If you'd rather focus on uh, cardio, like say you're focusing on like endurance and like preparing for a run, do that before your weight training. Um, and if your only goal is to lose weight, improve overall health and all that stuff, you can and you don't really have a preference for either one and you feel like you can you you feel personally that your schedule fits better if you do cardio at, the, at a certain time before you work out for weight training, just do that. It's really not that big of a deal at the end of the day. You're still gonna get in shape um and there's so many different ways that you can fit in cardio into your schedule you don't have to jump to that far extreme where like hey i'm gonna have to start running three times a week no just start with something simple start with nutrition start with the things you already know that you yourself are doing right now that you can easily sort of manipulate Um, it doesn't have to be cardio right off the bat you can definitely work towards that but at the end of the day just take it slow, go for walks, maybe increase your steps and then sort of build that up until maybe you are doing some runs or running on the treadmill after the gym here and there.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that wonderful advice, coach Sebastian. I'm sure that, you know, we all appreciate it. Um, we'll be back soon with another episode, but other than that, thank you for listening. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you again.